Andrew Bolter, official episode one podcast. I am Jason Watson, and to my left we have... Carl. And to my right... Wolvie. As you all know, Wolvie is the current superstar of Loader Bolter. You'll know him, you'll love him. He is a rapid fire host. Wolvie, tell us about rapid fire a little bit just before, in case some of these guys haven't heard of rapid fire. Yeah, so obviously when we were going to start um, up this podcast, we started talking about this way back just before the pandemic. Yep. Um, we had a meeting actually in this building, right, yep. way over there, and then it all had to die off a little bit because pandemic, we couldn't sit in the room like we are now in terms of how we were going to film things. And I just thought, what can I do to try and build some interest in Loaded Bolter? Yeah, because it went a bit bit, bit dead, didn't it? Like We had all these ideas, all these visions, all these plans, and then it kind of just went <laughs> a bit yeah, flat. Yeah, and the world stopped, man. So. Yeah. yeah, so I, I figured, well, what can I do? I know, I'll do a couple of tester interviews on people, so... I tested uh, Jack and Carl as episode ones and two, just to see kind of how um, how it would go. And then I branched out, and episode three is actually the new presenter of Tabletop Tactics, yeah. Casey. Yeah. So she came on and did... So um, you spotted the talent. You spotted the talent. You yeah, I'm a talent spotter. At yeah. the time, she had 230-something followers, and now she's at 10K. So, you know, fair play to her. She's yeah. been meteoric, hasn't it? She's yeah. done great. She's yeah, done she's incredible. Done she's, done, she's done such a good job. And, like... I mean, hats off to Wolvie as well. He kind of picked up Loaded Bolter and just sort of steamrolled it to where it is now. You've actually done a great job of picking up, like, quite, you've managed to create, like, a bit of a base, a following base now for this for this particular brand. You've done yeah, a really good I mean, job of it. I've, I've made friends with some quite awesome people, which I think has been a um, the main sort of side effect of it. Mm. It's been meeting kind of, you know, we, me and you went down to London, we played Quipster. Yeah. I'm just going to name drop the hell out yeah, of this now. Yeah, I like that. That's me, what it's all about, man. Me, yeah. me and Carl, you know, Carl managed to, you know, get on a. I held it together long enough <laughs> to interview Winters. Yeah. Managed to get on with, with, with Winters. Yeah, um, that was a special one because he's one of our, yeah. With, there's, when I got back into the hobby, there's what three uh, YouTubers I, I started watching and it was um, Tabletop Tactics, mm -hmm. Winters and Striking Scorpion. And um, yeah, so to like get... the Holy Trinity. Yeah, those yeah, three. Yeah. And then you got Valrak as well as like a news, really good news one. But yeah, to get Winters on here under Loaded Bottom in, in its low, like we're technically still in our inception of Loaded Bottom, aren't we? Yeah. Well, this is this, the podcast was the main thing that everything was going to sort of start building around. So yeah. the fact that we're now doing episode one and, you know, we've got Finally. people <laughs> following us is kind of a half decent yeah. thing, really. It's exciting. It's been really nice to get the brand like out there. I don't mm. want to say brand too much. It's not professional, <laughs> is it? It's just the We make zero dimes from <laughs> yes. this. Yeah. Zero. It's because you get momentum, right? It's mm. like anything yeah. when it kind of starts to get a bit of success behind it and people start taking an interest. And um, we're taking part in the, the Twitch stream in a couple of weeks' time. We were just talking about that before we started recording. Mm. Um, with Kay Legs on Instagram, she's yeah. doing, she's got a load of support for that. It's got this charity stream she's doing for 24 hours. There's some great people on that, and, and Wolvie and I were sort of lucky enough to be asked to be part of that as well. Incredible. And just you, you get to know people, and then through that, they introduce you to other people. And there's so many like nice sort of characters and personalities in the hobby. Yeah, because you, know? you two as individuals are starting to make a name for yourselves out there in the community, aren't you? People are tagging you guys in stuff and I think... Um, <laughs> I will never, ever, ever yeah. accept that. Not, not, <laughs> not like, as in like, superstar status, but I mean like, because it's quite a close-knit community anyway, the Warhammer community, yeah. And um, but I think you, I've been seeing you guys being tagged and stuff and which is really nice. People appreciating the painting and... Yeah, yeah, we got asked to do a new calendar, which is a first for me, I'll be honest. Fantastic, so, I'm buying that. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm not ready for that. Give me <laughs> give me a few more months in the gym and maybe we'll uh, we'll look towards it. But, you know, I'm, I'm now setting up, I've got games in the calendar, you know, against um, Lady Kane yeah. and Chloe. So she's, uh, we're going to meet at Warhammer World on, actually on Halloween. Perfect. And we're going to have a game then. 
also in October, I'm going down to Swindon to meet Winters and, and Sultan as well. So I'm, I might have to somehow phone swearing. I'm already swearing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm half a beer in and I'm Dude, slurring I will literally fight you for yeah. that spot in the car, man. Why don't yeah. we both go? Let's go as a team. Um, I managed to worm my way onto the Quipsa game. So, uh, I did, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, you, saw you that. got about five beers deep and you were just my hype man, which really <laughs> was, was, was great. And it tends to be what I do in most cases. I tend to, every event we've ever had of, as a group of our mates, I'm, I'm always like smashed by the end of it. <laughs> just rolling dice, rolling ones, but having a good time anyway. And I, I've never been papped so much, so I felt a bit like a celebrity that day. So mm. that Someone was... following you around documenting yeah. everything, yeah. Yeah, I've done the reels for you as you well. I was reels. getting you looking good. I got so. some views. I was quite impressed. People just wanted to see the back of my head a lot they loved is, it they loved it i'm not sure how you i just, feel about that you're but. putting the beer in beer and pretzels gaming right? yeah exactly <laughs> exactly see i think that's why i love it so much you can just have such a good time with this with this community but i definitely want to jump on that road trip down to yeah i mean i think in terms of like spacing um you know i don't think how many, i don't know how many people they can fit in mm. in like the room and stuff like that but um you have to see us like closer to the time maybe if they happen to listen to this they're not going to listen to this they might but if they happen to listen to this <laughs> <laughs> they might well yeah. what if we went down let's pitch, pitch, picture the scenes picture right. the scenes. Right, we go cool. down with you we all meet and see each other once you start playing your game me and Carl go to the pub nearby well, we drink a bunch of beers we then after your game you guys come down to the pub as well and then, then that's, that sounds fantastic I'm totally on board with that yeah, yeah. there we go yeah. I mean, that's you've, 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 won, you've, you've, you've won the plan. There, there we go. That's Ocean's Eleven like style planning. There we go, it. master oh. plannery. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the guys. You kind of touch base on loaded bottles overall, um, but we'll just dive into that a little bit more. There are more than just us in the loaded bottle, isn't there? So um, if There's you a collection. reel off, a, you guys want to reel off a couple more of the lads who are part who are part of the LB. Ask, yeah. ask for names now we're going to forget them all no so we've got james he's like a walking talking computer the bloke knows rules like anything he is a necron i think just with human yeah, skin he just puts yeah. his hand on like the codex and then he's memorized it and it's as simple as that it's just like oh yes your rules are he knows your army better than you so he's a great person to kind of he's so learn handy, yeah. Yeah. when i played against him during our last event which the one where i was smashed and um it was so lucky because he was just playing for me. I was just, I was just a dice rolling guy. I was just a tool to do, roll. He, he was just playing himself. You say that like that was the one I was smashed. Like there's been someone you haven't been. Like that <laughs> yeah. was the one I was really, yeah. like, really on board. Yeah, exactly what was going on. That's it. Yeah. So he's, 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 so, it's so good having like mm. a go-to rule guy. He just yeah, absorbs yeah. rules, and yeah. he's, he's, a, he is like, a, he's basically the next one. He, yeah, yeah. yeah. He talks about forty k as much as a lot of people play it yeah. as well. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much, and yeah. if he's on on a day where he's got a long game or a big game or there's going to be several games, he visibly vibrates with sheer joy and excitement. He does. The the ADHD is real, so <laughs> he's he's like it on Magic days as well when we when I we go and play Magic the Gathering. He he's just loves just it, there for yeah. it, which is which is great. So. Oh, who else we got? Uh, we've got Anders. <laughs> Anders. Um, who's part of our gaming group. Um, yeah. Who is the terrain king. He loves it. Yeah. God, so could run terrain. a tournament in his house by himself. Fantastic host, people. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's got a, a really nice big house, lots of space, and he puts us up. And um, yeah, and um, I got to know him as part of the kind of first start of the crew, really. Mm. Um, and then we formed a little kind of WhatsApp group just to kind of get things rolling, just so we could hook up games and stuff. And then there's the origin story of getting to know Wolvie oh, and the, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the axe murderer nickname, yep. and um, and it all kind of rolled from there. So. Which is fantastic because um, it, or you could, some could say that Carl and Anders therefore are like 
the sperm and the egg of uh, of loaded bolt on. What a beautiful expression! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say who's who, but yes, <laughs> yes. We'll let we'll let the listeners decide. All those thousands and thousands oh, of absolutely. listeners will decide this for us. So yeah, there's there's Anders and James, and who else we got? So we've got Jack. He is like the king of Dungeons and Dragons. The man yeah, has written. I don't whole know world. how many yeah. campaigns he's got his own worlds he mm. draws the maps his painting is phenomenal he's got all yeah. kinds of ogres and creatures and stuff like that I've yet to play Dungeons and Dragons ever in my life but if I was to play it I know that you know, he'd be the one he would be the yeah. one because he's he's literally. had the same like world he's crafted from the start and he yeah. absolutely loves it um I mean, if there's ever a demand for it from our thousands and thousands of listeners, we could have a like a podcast version of Dungeons and Dragons, like what Tabletop Tactics. Well, the cast of players, yeah, yeah. Like, the players, yeah. that would be an interesting thing to dive into. So, everyone, if you're interested in that, let us know. <laughs> and so we've got Jack, brilliant painter. He actually does commission painting too. Yep. Um, sundown, sundown, yeah. On Instagram. yeah, yeah. He um, he painted for me a gift for someone who um, a chaos player who loves who doesn't like Imperium. So I got him to commission a, uh, a painting of um, Abaddon for, as an ultramarine. And I've got that. I don't know if you guys have seen it That's yet. That's very upsetting. There's some will, serious heresy in that. I will show Get you guys. <laughs> I will show you guys that after this, after we finish recording this because it's fantastic and he absolutely nailed it. Um, it's for Johnny. Luckily, I'll give that to Johnny before this goes out. He hates Imperium. So therefore, because he hates it so much that for his other birthday, I got him a picture of me and him as ultramarines with our faces photoshopped onto the I've seen this. Yeah. I've seen this yeah. and it's actually in his room it's the first thing you'll see every morning it's a beautiful thing it's fantastic yeah. so yeah we've got Jack who else have we got in the wonderful team of Loader Bolton we've got Ollie Ollie as well. there we he's go. our um, sort of Padawan isn't he he's yeah. a young up and comer he's yeah. the kind of uh, yeah, the, the project the energetic sort of yeah he uh, he's the one where you he will somehow find all kinds of manner of weird things from the internet, and he he's will post them. He is like he's the king of memes. Of memes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's been playing for as long basically as as I have, but he's dipped in and out kind of alongside me. Dipped back in um, a couple of years ago, mm. and he's oh, but he's only recently been able to pick up ninth. Mm. So he's only kind of had four or five games of that at this point. So we're we're working on him to. You know, to keep coming and keep playing, and you know, get get back into the hobby. Stay into it, yeah. yeah. Stick to it. I've, he's been, he's done well. He's had some fairly savage introductory games, I think, already, which is no fault of ours. It's just the kind of way that the cards have fallen. I but think it's, uh, it's because we're all just such such top tier players that it's it. just hard not to be absolute savages on the board. You know, <laughs> like you can't. Even when I'm holding back, I'm I'm moving forward. Like you know, what I mean, like I can't. My my ultra hunks will not stop. Some of us are savage players. Some of us just roll an unfair amount of fives and sixes when it's required. Yes. <laughs> I wonder who that <laughs> is. <laughs> I, I, everyone looks over at Carl. As, over as the resident orc player, yeah, I do get accused of rolling a lot of sixes, but not anymore because Daka Daka is a thing of the past. So, but you, without that, we'll see. You are just the master of rolling. You are. You are pretty. I would say actually, you're probably the the hardest tactician of the group. Yes, that is also very you're true. You're hard to beat. Uh, yeah. In like the two now years that we've been playing mm. I've beaten you one time mm. I think yeah however many games we've had Carl crafts an army really well a list you have a, you always have a well thought out and well synergized list that always seems like some of us will slap a few things together 
Um, but even when you do slap a few things together, you somehow, I think you just naturally got it. You just, yeah, you managed <laughs> to make it, you synergize well. I think you put a lot of thought into them. I appreciate that. So this, this is my personal hype podcast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this yeah. Is it he's also like got a fantastic beard. He's very hunky. Um, he's also the nicest guy you'll ever meet. So this is true. There we this go. Is true. Um, and some would say sizable penis to match. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I've not been lucky enough yet. So I'm a well-hung sperm is what yeah, you're saying. There so we go. I love that. <laughs> I'm talking from dreams, I reckon. Obviously, so yeah. I can't yeah, help you it. must be the sperm because obviously the tail bit is longer than the rest. So yeah, that's what we're going on. Carl the sperm. Sorry, yeah, I love that. And is an egg. There we go. Well done. Eggs are really well, This really is going to be the weird This is going to be, yeah, <laughs> tangents is going to be yeah. the thing, tangents. isn't it? We, <laughs> we haven't even managed to get to the point of what we were saying with Carl there. Talk about when you plan your lists, like how, what, what, what's your kind of go-to method of planning a list? Do you just, do you go by models first or do you go by, do you have a key model to base everything on or do you have a... I, yeah, it, it, it depends what, because um, when, I've, when I've always built and painted everything, um, I've always said to myself that I'll only play with what's painted because mm. when I got back into the hobby, um, I thought, well, I need something to kind of keep myself, you know, like motivated to do it, but also to, to I don't like playing with unpainted stuff, you know. Oh, yeah, who, who, who does that? Who plays it? No yeah. one likes playing with unpainted stuff, yeah. do they, guys? No. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's always been like I've always wanted to paint what I'm excited about playing mm. and what I look forward to playing. So I've always had a, quite a big collection to choose from. Um, and I tend to just put together what looks fun because I think the the two armies I've got I've got space wolves and orcs and orcs are great because the the space wolves came first I was about I'm about eight thousand points deep into those now so fantastic and they're very yeah thanks man they're 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 great but they're very like even as space wolves they're still space marines they're very down the middle do you know what I mean it's very Mm. like tactical today's modern uh, space marine codexes which we can dive into some point in another episode but yeah we'll. uh, so the orcs were a kind of an offshoot of that and thinking, well, I just want to play with some fun stuff that's a bit mental and a bit, you know, some things work, sometimes they don't, it's very swingy, mm. you know, it's, but even with that, you can still, you can still plan and execute things, you know, you just, just because you've got the comedy stuff and the stuff yeah. that sometimes doesn't work, um, when it does, it can be spectacular. It you can, know? yeah, and yeah. against your orcs, there's been no, and all manner of different things that have just been like soul destroying when you've been against them, <laughs> uh, and you think this is an, an orc army can't shoot, and then before they've even reached you in close combat, so you're going to say tank busters in a minute, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, that's uh, no, no, you'll trigger me. But I have had my Mortarian shot off the board turn one by orcs. Would so. you think orcs can't do that? They're not capable of that. But they actually are, especially if they're played in the hands of this master. Right you here. definitely should do more orc tournament. I reckon. Mm. I think, think so. Yeah, well, 100%. Because obviously we've got the new book now as well that's yeah. literally just come out. So I, I've managed to pick up one of the Beastnagger boxes so I could have a look at the decks and stuff. And it, it's going to be a very different army I yeah. think, going forwards. It's not going to be... It's not going to play the same. It's not going to feel the same. Toughness 5, um, though, is... That's... It's that's a thing. Death Guard. It's as a, a Death thing, Guard yeah. player, I'm offended that you have Toughness 5. It hurts me because that's our thing. You <laughs> our thing. Yeah, that upset We're stinky, um, we're green, and we're Toughness 5. And now you're green. stinky, green. It's just a green thing. Toughness yeah, five. it's just a green Must thing. Be. I don't think that annoys Johnny a little bit. They took that away from Death Guard. That is a Death mm. Guard thing. Yeah. And uh, you think Orc boys are based on being in an abundance of boys, not necessarily tough. Yeah, but then I they are Orcs are also tough too. It's hard. Yeah, I've never really gone down the, the kind of horde route with mm. the orcs i've always kept them quite either quite mechanized because i've always been into desk but everything's blue so i'm, I'm on the desk i was trained yeah. from now until the end of time love that um so 
they've changed as well because they've lost the um, they've lost the rerolls for hit wound and damage. They just get a hit or wound now, mm. so that's been turned down a bit. Um, they've also lost the six up inbound, but to counter that, they get a five up against mortal wounds. So they get like a five up shrug yeah. against mortal wounds, basically. Which would be fantastic against the likes of Admech and things like that, which are mortal wound outfit and like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is awesome. And rumour has it this Orc army started as a small project. It was a guys. small side project, wasn't it, mate? <laughs> it, it was a small side project. It was back in the day. It was five hundred points or so yeah. of orcs. And where are we now, at now? I think I've just topped over eight thousand points again. So yeah, I seem to have a thing with eight thousand or, points. Orcs to you and Death Guard to me because I started the Death Guard as a little side project because Ollie wanted to get back into Warhammer and I thought, well, we'll just split a box. Mm. So obviously we got um, the Dark Imperium box set and I thought, well, I'll get, I'll just have the Death Guard, whatever. Have a little paint, and I just enjoyed painting them so much. I just bought everything there is to have for Death Guard, and now yeah. I'm like you. I've got about seven or eight thousand points of Death Guard, and I don't even have the army that, that was secondary to. So and that, uh, that's how we met, wasn't it? it was yeah. Through our love of space wolves, which and is really interesting. And then accidentally finding out yeah. that we lived twenty minutes from each other, yeah. and me getting drunk, and just messaging back and forth, and then the next morning forgetting your name and calling you Colin. I love that. <laughs> which is, which is hey Colin, and you were like, "It's actually Carl, by the way." I was like. Oh, I mean, no, you, that, <laughs> you enjoyed switching so much though that you've actually you've sold your um, space walls, haven't you? Yeah, I think when the new codex came out, I was disappointed. You know, they're changing the keywords. Is just another way for them to sanitize what I always loved about space walls. I mean, surname Wolverson, nickname Wolvie. You've got to have space walls somewhere in your life, mm. and I've always had space walls, but they've just lost a lot of their flavor for me. Yeah. So. Um, at the start of the year I mm. sold them off and I thought what can I do and I went into Eldar randomly as a side project and they still remain a little side project I've then racked that up with a Grey Knight side project <laughs> yeah. and I've racked that up with an Iron Warrior side project it's so, because you paint at such speed and well all at the same time yeah. like you're just running out of models and yeah, things to do just this year alone I've painted obviously whatever Death Guard I've, I've had yeah all the Iron Warriors I've got. This is a really well, really nice looking vehicle just now. Yeah, 3,000 really points nice. of Eldar, um, about 4,000 points of Grey Knight, which is about six models, so that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, like the Harry Potter miniatures, loads of those, and I'm yeah. obviously working on a Batman, Batman box set yeah. at the moment as well. So. Uh, and then you, for me, you've done a Ultramarines um, Baneblade. Baneblade. Which is obnoxious, which people are going to hate you for. I love that, just as just a little a little aside. Oh, by the way, you painted a Baneblade, which is like big, the size of yeah. a blue, yeah. 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 big blue Baneblade. Not and a repulsor and a land raider. And a land raider, yeah. Mm. And on top of all the other things you've done, and you've done bits of painting for Ollie as well? Yeah, I painted some uh, Dark Angels yeah. um, bits and pieces for the yeah. vehicle and some, and some troops and stuff, so... You just a painter. You've got you've got the you've got the role master, and you've got the speed painter, and in the middle you've got a guy who just slaps down multicolored drop pods and uh, yeah, purple, purple drop pods. Yeah, drop I, I, for for me, I think like a lot of people who will be listening, it, painting for me is a release from work. I have a very stressful um, job, and I think that's just the way I get out my rage, um, and it's just I will just paint things in a like ridiculous speed, yeah, and yeah. then I'll make myself feel better just to release those little endorphins yeah it might be a topic for another podcast actually but it's the the kind of the mental health side of the mm. hobby and painting especially 100%. because um we're in the middle of moving house at the moment and my painting has like fallen off a cliff mm. until a couple of days ago because i just wasn't in a in the headspace to paint and that would normally be my go-to of like yeah. if, if things are shit i'll go and paint or do some hobby because it's obviously that complete escapism it's an escape isn't it but i just haven't had that that mojo you know yeah. it hasn't been firing and it's it's really brought it home to me how much i need to do that yeah. because it just makes me a better person to be around it yeah. makes a big difference 
And I think there's a lot more, I don't know if you guys saw the Windsor video he did a few months ago when he talked about leaving the factory and, and how it, that affected his mental mm. health and stuff. And there's been a lot more conversations happening online and on, on YouTube and whatever about people talking about the positive benefits of things like this. It's an escape, isn't it? Absolutely. You've got, you got to look at, like, even in the, in the mainstream, you know, doctors and psychologists and psychiatrists will, you know, tell people, you know, try a bit of colouring. They've got all those sorts of, like, adult colouring books. Yeah, yeah you've this, got those now, yeah. I, I'd call it adult colouring, but we're painting toys. But it is... 3D colouring. Uh, yeah, I don't like when people call them toys. <laughs> they are Sorry. collectible miniatures. War dollies. <laughs> War dollies. Um, but, yeah, yeah. So, and that's, I think that's... It's, it's the same thing. It's that mindfulness. It's that you're concentrating so hard on not fucking up a line yeah. or, you know, a highlight or, you know, getting a kneecap fine or whatever you're trying to do that whatever shit is going on in your head or mm. you know, whatever crap's been in your day, it goes away. Yeah. And then when you yeah. complete that model or you, you get some positive feedback and you share it with the lads in the group or yeah. you, you put it on Instagram, people go, oh, this is awesome. This is fantastic. Just releases that. those endorphins. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Nice. yeah. And, and you feel better. It's, it's really, it's a, like, a positive escape and that's what everyone needs. And it's, this, off, this hobby itself offers so many different options. You can paint, you can build. For me, it's the, I love to listen to the law and the audio books. Yeah. I don't do as much painting, but I like, um, in the same way that you would use painting, that I use the audio books. Mm. Um, like, I will just like literally plug in for like half an hour into like go to darkness and just lay all lay in the car for half an hour yeah. and just listen and like because it's a it takes me out of the real world for a moment yeah. mm. and you just enjoy doing something different and it's like a full escape um but that is definitely a, de a topic i think we could have for a real good 100 that, that, like that could, could be a whole thing we could talk about that for hours and yeah. i might cry in that so you we know. can have a real crying <laughs> cast we <laughs> can, can get we, can we not video camera yeah. that one because i'll just, <laughs> just be here <laughs> mascara down my eyes and everything just have a big cuddle yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll have to get a round table for that of all the load of bolt guys and all be going i do it because of this i do it oh, and we'll yeah. all just be like but look at actually the dynamic of our group we've we've got a bit of everything i think that's why it works really well as well because obviously what in terms of like we've all got we're all a bit damaged is that what yeah, we're all, well, yeah. <laughs> we're all we're all not quite we're fixed. All, oh, all of us much, are just a little. I'll yeah. put my hand up and say I'm, I'm more than happy to jump in on that one. Yeah, uh, I think we all come at it from slightly different points of view. Yeah, there's painters, so. there's gamers, there's guys who build terrain, there's guys who listen to the books, there's people who know the rules back to front, and and we all come together and it's a shared experience that yeah. we all have. It's a shared hobby we've all got. Um, and, and you it, can always go back to that after, and then you've all got your real real world stuff absolutely. but you've, you've always got this kind of like this anchor point of like it's a hobby you all enjoy with a bunch of people who also enjoy it yeah and going, um, going back to Anders in our group earlier because you know he's you know lucky enough and has earned you know everything he needs to have this quite you know sizable house where he can host three games at once you know when you get all of us in in the same place and you know you're, you're trading ideas and if you get stuck James What's this rule? What's this rule? Because <laughs> we've completely James. forgotten. Always. I can't yeah. find it in a fucking rule book. <laughs> like, so he just comes over and goes, "Oh no, this is this is what happens." You're like, "Thanks, thanks, James." And he gets he disappears back off to his game, and it, like, so it's it's a good kind of like sharing. I think yeah, yeah. the, the good fantastic. dynamic of different people doing things. Like, I think you are you and me, and I'll probably say Anders as well are the only ones who get offended by not playing. Um, unpainted miniatures like, yeah. and I love to ride that and I, you love do. To, I love to insult people more by slapping my grey models <laughs> uh, it brings me more joy that they don't like it I'm just pleased they're not empty bases and you just go that's a hell blaster I, um, is it? I admit <laughs> one, of, one of the worst things I've ever done in the in the, in the the game in terms of like I wonder where that was going then yeah, yeah. one of, one of the, the worst game. things I've done in life guys <laughs> you, you probably don't want to know that one but we were once playing at um, a place called Alpha Games here in in, in Suffolk yeah 
and um, I had uh, a librarian that was not finished. I decided, I thought, this is the one model I thought I'm going to just like paint in pieces first, then build, but then I wanted to use it for a game. So I had the painted cape. A glue tag, the painted cape. You're a bad man. <laughs> You're an evil on, man. Onto a, onto a base. And was like, this is a librarian, Primaris librarian, by the way, everyone. Jeez. Except what it is. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to leave, man. I can't be part of this. Anymore, I don't, so. look, the people look. listening won't be able to hear, but I've literally gone into the Patrick yeah. Stewart facepalm meme. I've These guys have actually, hand, like, they've actually edged what? away from me <laughs> yeah, since. I'm, I'm against the wall at this point. Like, I, I, I feel like that's, that's contagious, man. That's the kind of thing that you can, you can just... I admit I would make drink. many hobbyists sick with the... <laughs> Did you at least have a flying stand with the cape floating on the base? No, no. See, that's 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 strange stuff. Just, uh, no, you, we could have accepted yeah, that. Yeah, just an yeah. ugly blue cape, blue tacked. I hope you died first. I hope you got. He probably done a good job oh, because of how good point. I am at the game. So it's only painted models that get killed off the yeah. board. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's like the having secret. a cape. It that's probably went did bits. So this is why I spend. 80% of my time just probably outsourcing my models to other people to sort out for me. So what you're saying is you're a tactical genius yeah. by just bringing unpainted bits of models to a yeah. table. And then and then but you've got the rest die. in like a little plastic baggie ready to go. Yeah. Oh, I'll paint the rest of that for you. Oh, would you? Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. <laughs> 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 you want to paint? I have many, many models to paint. I'll always, I'll always give, I'll always, I'll, I would just ask, I'll like, like we traded off Grey Knights for some painting. We did. I'll always like, it'll be, it'll be a trade-off. It'll always be something. I won't just be like, paint the stuff for me for the sake of it. And actually, as a group we've got a really nice Christmas tradition now that I think we've mm. done for a couple of years haven't we which yeah. is it, we will um, randomly draw a name of someone else in the group and then paint a model for them mm. and, and it can be anything you know we don't sort of pre we don't talk about it we just kind of let it let it happen naturally um, yeah. and that's a really nice thing to do I think that that shows that everybody you know can paint if they because yeah. you, you want to do a good job for that other person right yeah. it's not about you it's about making something yeah, nice you do, yeah, I, I think it's a good thing because obviously you're doing something different as well because mm. you're not doing something from your own army you're doing something from somebody else's army you care a little bit more about it because you do, it's because yeah. you also you don't want to be you're doing it for someone who's part of this group that we're all friends and we all care and like so you don't want to just give them something half-hearted like and, no, and I've, I've got an awesome diorama for Jay like yeah. a space wolf and a um, thunderwolf cavalry fighting a dreadnought and it's yeah. a guy with a lightning force and it was really cool and it's just it, mm. I think it brings um, us all joy to see the other people in the group having a good time right? Yeah. which is why we like playing together and we like talking and there's so many messages on the whatsapp about have you seen this for your army this looks really cool this yeah. sounds really exciting you we know. do also shit talk when somebody's oh, got dude, some overpowered stuff you're like oh man do you know what I can't <coughs> face <Admit>. your <coughs> I can't face your goddamn admin yeah you know? I've <laughs> played my last three get I'm just sick of I've gone against admin and each time I'm like <laughs> Oh god, Admech over and over again. Admech have just been like creaming me. I've just been like new codex always yeah. wins. Oh, no matter what I try and put out there, just I just get Admech. Yeah. I did take them to a draw in my last game against them. However, that's only because Anders messed up turn one and put the wrong synergies and all the. So it was just, it was a it was a human error. It was, error as it was a human error on Admech. his part yeah. that allowed me to not die turn one, yeah. which was nice of him. He's a kind guy. There's a little, bit, there's a little bit, a bit of me that thinks that I was that salty about it that he just went, I'm going to screw up turn one accidentally yeah, on purpose. He just couldn't deal with the salt no more. He's like, <laughs> I can't. I just can't handle it. I don't want it. I'm drowning um, in salt. We've gone hugely on a tangent. My Because I asked you about when you... Um, which is why it's all fine. That's why podcasts are so good. I asked you what you do in terms of prepping for a game. Yeah, so I, I will yeah. flip that question as well back to Wolby. How do you prep for a game? But just before we switch back to you. What do you do? Have you got any like pre-game rituals when you like? What, what's your go-to method of making a list? 
Okay, cool. Because I'm aware then, but I didn't actually answer that question at all. Just <laughs> we are going to be tangent kings. I ran us down a 20 minute avenue yeah. of, of bullshit. But that's what people like. That's what I like about podcasts. Like, yeah. I was listening to a, a tangent. tangent. I was listening to an NFL <laughs> podcast <laughs> on the way here. And they were talking about the whole ride from my house to here. It's not far, but it's still it's a various amount of time. Um, there's an NFL podcast. They were talking about Star Wars the whole time. And I was like, this is fantastic. They're talking about Star Wars on an NFL yeah. podcast. Why not? So, yeah, but anyway. How do you make your lists? What's your go-to method of creating a list? Well, at the moment with a new book, I've been playing with a, a few lists and stuff and putting things in. So it will be what looks fun mm. um it will be things that i haven't used before or uh, like change change this up and i'll be honest it'll be what i've just painted because you get that thing of, i've just painted this i've spent 10 hours or fit, however long painting it i want to make sure that it hits the table and, yeah. and see how it goes sort of thing so um the guys in the group have been were really lovely and bought me a stomper for last birthday so that's another one of our traditions we do isn't it um Birthday traditions. Danger of a tangent here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Quick tangent. We, as well as our Christmas tradition, we do a. Uh, if it's someone's birthday, the rest of the group will go off into a secret little uh, chat on WhatsApp, and we'll all chuck in like 10, 15, 20 pounds to amount a, like a lump sum, so we can buy that individual something they were, maybe wouldn't buy themselves, or or force them to go into a new army. Normally, if they, done that. as soon as someone mentions their interest in a different army, we're like, right, there you go. What's that? You want sisters? <laughs> yeah, like um, James with his nids. Here you go. Yeah. Here's a whole bunch of nids. But yeah, so that's something we do. But anyway. Positive peer pressure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it will be, yeah, what's, what's been painted, it will be um, what looks fun. It will be, I like to try and sort of change up things and, and not, I know there's, there's a lot of um, value in playing the same list again and again and getting really good with it and doing, I think what they call doing reps with it, you know, when you just get to learn something really well. Yeah. But I prefer to have a bit of a wider knowledge of the book. So I won't just keep taking the same stuff. So I'll try things out. Like um, I've recently been like running a load of war bikers and um, I've been going quite buggy heavy as well, mm. just to get the kind of hang of, of those new things. And obviously with the new book, there's a lot of stuff which has been tweaked and changed around. There's all the new squig stuff, like the squigosaurs and all the rest of it, um, to kind of get the hang of as well. So it will be, yeah, what looks fun, what I've just painted, um, and it will be what's, it will be a bit smashy. You know, mm. you want something because as much as we all play for fun, it's not great being sort of run over by someone. Yeah. So you want to have something that puts up a bit of a challenge. A bit of and, and that might be another podcast actually as well. Is is where do you draw that line? Because it's a mm. conversation that I've had, I know, with Anders before. We've had these conversations as a group many times. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's getting the balance right. And yeah. I think that's really important because you are, there's that social contract side of it, right? Yeah. When you're going in to make sure that, obviously, you're enjoying yourself, but also the guy across the table is as I well. I think that's where the, what they call intention play. Yeah. yeah. You know, what, what are you intending to get out of this game? Do you want to have just a game where you're just going at each other, bring whatever. Mm. Me and Jason have got a very similar attitude to this. We don't care what something We'll face says. whatever you we'll slap down. We'll face whatever you slap down on yeah. the table. Some people want, definitely want it to feel more. Oh, mate, I'll face that for sure. <laughs> uh, just so, for those of you who didn't, because there's no visuals here, Carl, uh, he uh, whacked out a certain body part. Re- not, not for real. I but remember <laughs> my first beer, though. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, you, you may have heard a thud as yeah. this. As a, yeah. <laughs> Doom. But, but yeah, so I think it's, it's, it's about what you, like you said, it's that social contract. What, what is everybody trying to get out of that game? Yeah. Um, and you've just got to try and like tailor it to that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Wolvie, pre-game rituals, how do you write a list? How do you get from all your models in a cabinet to a 2,000 point list? What do you do? How do you plan? What do you create? Have you got a, a method of style you follow? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I'm very similar to Carl, where often I want to 
put down like most recently painted model mm. and build around that. Um, if there is nothing of that nature, I, I tend to just look at things a bit fluffy. I, I like a good fluffiness. Like I'm mm. one of the few who in ninth edition, I will still run seven Plague Marines. People yeah. don't do that anymore. They'll run five or 10 because of how they change the book, but mm. I will still want to run seven. There's always gotta be seven. Always gotta be seven. The blessed number. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I still build in that way. And I've had games before where I know I shouldn't do something. I know I should work. <laughs> like with a wolf lord with my space wolves. I know I shouldn't charge what was coming at me. He was going to lose. But a wolf lord wouldn't run. And it doesn't sit well with me. So I'm going to charge that bugger into the, where he should be. And, I've, and that's kind of how I play. So You've also had games where you've completely forgot to charge. I referenced, <laughs> I referenced Ultra Hunks versus space wolves when the hunks gave the wolves a spanking. And a... Wolby claims it's because he forgot to charge one of his guys into my guys, and that would have changed the whole game. But I, I forgot think to charge every think... single Thunderwolf cavalry unit because they've got advance and charge. So I advanced them first turn, and then just went. I didn't I forgot about that new rule change in the new codex, yeah. and I was like, I forgot. To, I, I would have made you wouldn't have been able to shoot at me for a start. Yeah, so. I would have because I would have. I would have just fallen back and shot. It's an interesting point though about when you don't know what to do in a game, you mm. do what the model would do, yeah. right? So again playing orcs and space wolves they both just get up there and smash face so if yeah. it's ever like well what should i do next you just okay well the default is get across the board and put an axe in someone's in someone's face you yeah, know? yeah just go with that and, and so to build a list is kind of aimed towards yeah. what am i what am i going to have the most fun doing right. yeah um, and some things come easier than others so death guard i will sit and it'll take me a little while to write a list because a lot of synergies and stuff yeah. like that for some reason, bearing in mind I've only recently started properly using them, Grey Knights is coming very easily to me. So I don't it's actually have to a Grey think Knight. Too, well, a little bit. I don't actually have to think too much about the list because the mm. synergy comes more in the game from the powers. Are they going to come up? Are they not? Yeah. So you spend most of your time working out what powers to give what unit. So what you actually take to some degree, people are going to disagree with me here, is almost irrelevant mm. because I think that Grey Knight have actually got good coverage yeah. before that new codex so dude the paladin bombs and stuff are paladin bombs are still a thing paladins yeah. are an incredible no unit. Joke. Yeah. so yeah it completely them. depends like an yeah. Eldar I don't I've still only played one or two games with them so mm. you know building a list for them is near impossible I'm going to fire it back at you before a tangent comes I know before how I get you, off on one how do you build a list because I was about to bring up the ultra hunk slapping the wolves again so he's quickly he's quickly he's quickly he's quickly because then we can talk about death guard versus Alright, there we go. Are you ready? <laughs> hey, well, we don't talk about Death Guard versus anything because I've never beaten Death Guard. So we will talk about that another time. Never, never talk about that. Alright, so here we are. Okay, picture the scenes. This is my pre game ritual, right? I'm sitting there, got a wave of grey models in front of me. They're all looking at me, they're all looking up at me. Are you naked like the guy in I, Memory I have, Die Hard 2 when he's doing his karate in the hotel room before they go out and hijack the plane? Absolutely. I was suddenly what thinking Saruman in the, the Two Towers where he just walks out and there's just like that sea of orcs but it's just grey plastic <laughs> along Jason's <laughs> bedroom floor. Yeah. Just so I'm there. It's interesting we went in two very different <laughs> directions there. I enjoyed both of, the, both, of the, both of them, weirdly enough, both but are true. But my lord, there is no such army. <laughs> both those things are true. They're both scenarios that happen at the same time somehow. Nice. But so I'm standing there naked um, looking at them um, thinking who's who's going to make the cut today which one so I go up to each individual model and I'm like you're the man you're, I let them all know that you know at the end of the day if you don't make the cut today you'll make the cut next time you know I don't like any of my hunks feeling bad so you do it like, like, a, like a football coach yeah, you just go yeah. in and be like, like don't feel bad you're not picked yeah. this time I like you're on the B team sorry you're not on the A team then, then what I do is I pick up my array of drop pods 
I moved them to the forefront and I go, right, drop, card, drop pods take priority at all times. Of course. Drop pods only. Um, <laughs> but yeah, for me, realistically, though, um, it's the same as you, thematic and fluffy for me. Like, like I love I love drop pod lists because Space Marines, for me, like, smash out of the sky. And yeah, drop Angels pods. of Death and yeah, all that. Yeah, and I just yeah. absolutely love that. Um, I, I don't like, I don't tend to steer towards, like, over, over like, power games or meta game or things like that. Um, I'll, I'll play, like, like I'll have an idea of what I want this list to be. If it's like infantry heavy, do I want it to be close combat infantry? Do I want it to be like shooty infantry? Do I want it to be like, or do I want to have like the Centurions leading the way with a bunch of guys behind it? Um, I used to try and play in a way where I'd always make sure it's synergized in the sense that I'd always have like captains and lieutenants and make sure all my rerolls are everywhere. But I've kind of steered away from that. So I used to be quite castle based. Mm. Um, and then I, I stopped, I, I didn't really enjoy playing castles anymore. Like it was easy because I'll just be like one castle would take off like half, half, the, half my opponent's list. And it was definitely more, um, like more intense to play. Like I, I would probably make it a bit boring for other people because mm. I'll just be like, here's a load of rerolls coming at me. And just, but I've stopped doing that now. I tend to go towards in my head, like, I like the idea of like my Phobos Marines infiltrating over here. I like to have these guys yeah. running between buildings over here. Yeah. I like to have a captain leading someone over here. Um, yeah, thematic play style for me is a huge thing. I love I love the idea of imagining these things happen. And I and I, don't, I tend to play for the little moments within a game, not mm -hmm. the not the key victory. So if like like last time we had um, my company champion took down the Satan in the end, and that was like the big moment against the Necrons, then I lost the game completely. Got yeah. absolutely smashed. I watched that. He stuck his sword yeah. in his heart yeah. at the last but, but yeah. moral victory yeah. for taking down it's, the Satan because none of us can. Yeah, because that game now has a story. The, whether or not we I won or lost, no one's ever going to talk about who actually won or lost that game, but we'll talk yeah. about the story of what happened in that game. And the story of what happened in that game was my company champion, which is now going to have to have a name. I'm and a paint job. And a pro I'm going to have to get him commissioned. Um, <laughs> Don't point at me. Yeah. <laughs> I've got two guys here. Who wants it? So, yeah, I love playing um, a game that creates like a story within the game. I'm just really into it. Again, that's where the lore side of it comes into me. Um, and, yeah, I like to get various... Mo I don't like to, like use one modeled like one model loads of times i like to try and change it up yeah so like i've noticed i haven't used my assault marines for a while they haven't dropped out the jump pack assault marines they haven't jumped out for a while because i'm going to use them they've never ever done well for me in a game but i'm going to use them anyway because I, I i've got them and i haven't used them yeah i haven't used uh, my inceptors or and my suppressors for a while so i'm going to jump them into a game i tend to just use like i tend to rotate and try and use models i haven't because you buy all these models and each model has a use if you if you can like I don't go. I don't agree with the whole like you know. Only have these set models. They're the best models in this in your army. Only yeah. use them. Yeah. I think every model has a use if you use it properly it's within the game. Finding, it, isn't it? finding what it's good for. Because I think something you said there, I was going to pick up on when, because I think in our group, as we've all sort of come together from these sort of different backgrounds and stuff, the the guys that you've played before has been probably more competitive than yeah. the games that we play. Yeah. So you've come at it from a more competitive background in terms yeah. of like the way you played your games, but you the play fact to win, yeah. Yeah, but the fact that. I think what's been really nice is that because we've all been playing together, we've all kind of reached this like equilibrium, really, where mm. we're all just playing the game to have a good time. And winning's great, you know, and it's better to win than lose, obviously. But if, like you said, if it's a memorable game, if something cool happens, mm. or if it's like you come to the end of it and it's just that was just really good fun, yeah. that's what it's all about, you know. And I think we've we've kept each other on a kind of good level with that, yeah. you know. But at the same time, if we decided to just have like a tournament weekend where like, we were actually playing a tournament, so it's like tournaments, like let's play to win. I think yeah, like everyone would be able to switch on and bring some like mm. 
meet your list and really go for it. And then our mate would just kill everyone. Our mate would win anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think it, and that all comes down into like discuss pre-game. But I mean, I'll play, I'll play my mean list against your toughest list no matter what. Like <laughs> I'll play anything. Um, and that, again, that goes to how my play style is. But to be fair, once I've done my rituals, you know, once I've spoken to all my guys naked, that their, their morale is so ready to go. They just, they're, they're ready. And no matter what, no matter what's gonna happen. That's yeah. why I approach every game with such like positive. Like I'm so like happy just to play because I've I've already given them the naked talk. I don't even think you're joking. Either. No, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm we, we never joke. We're very serious about <laughs> very serious about our naked you were men. Born in this to play an ultramarine, weren't you? Really? Yeah. you really were. structured. And, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I, I do love. I love the hunks. I love the hunks because one, I call them my ultra hunks. Um, I always imagine them to be the shiniest, hunkiest guys in the galaxy. Like they just for me, that I imagine them to be these like like trimmed up like muscle men who just they just love it um which i think it's just for me i just i think it's fantastic and because everyone like hates the hot ultra it's like a stigma because they're the poster boys mm-hmm. they're like the, they're on all the front covers they're on all the boxes they're like oh everyone plays ultramarines you you know you go for an faction that's unheard of yeah. i'm just obnoxious with it i'm like nope You'll take my ultra hunks and you'll like them no matter what. There actually isn't that many ultra marines players anymore. It's because because everyone hates because them. Of, because of that stigma. Yeah. So actually, having an ultra marines player in the group is actually good. Yeah, but, but if you read the law and the books and stuff, ultra marines are, are really cool, man. They're they, great. They don't yeah. Come across like that, I wouldn't say on the table, but actually, you know, you read some of the the, the stories about them. You know, when um, ultra got invaded and when you know they were fighting off the nids. And yeah, stuff, they're and awesome. Yeah, some really cool stuff. But they're just they've got this reputation, haven't they? Just being like. That's uh, where Games Vanilla. Workshop has ruined yeah. it. That's where Games Workshop has. I don't understand. I think this is one thing that it bothers me a lot. I'm just like, just put a different color on one of your boxes. Like, just like, has not. That's not oversaturation. Yeah. Right? So yeah. Just, I know they're trying to like strengthen that this is the iconic thing, but it's like, just, you know, sell some boxes, multicolored <laughs> boxes, like put some Imperial Fists on the front I, of a box. Yeah. Like, I, th- yeah, see, I think these days the Space Marine is iconic because even people who don't know Warhammer, hmm. if you. If you they say to you, oh, what sort of stuff are you into? And you sort of embarrass them. You go, oh, yeah, I like to swim, play football, play Warhammer. <laughs> like, you sort of number that last bit. Yeah. But then they go, oh, is that like them Space Marines? Because that's yeah. the... the, the, the yeah. so, so I don't think the Ultramarines have to be the poster boys anymore. I just think it's almost habit. Yeah. Mm. So um, GW has a lot of things they need to change. And that is, again, that's probably a whole new subject. Dude, that's, that's a series that's of podcasts. A whole, we definitely don't have time for that. Yeah, time for that. It's unfortunate because we love GW because it's provided such a wonderful thing for everyone. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, there, there's so many issues with the way they run they run things. Even like when it comes to the salary issues and stuff at the moment, yeah, it's quite a hot things. topic at the moment, yeah. isn't it? But maybe we need to get some beers in and do a, <laughs> a GW yeah. business yeah. practices. Yeah, so maybe Loaded Bolt will have to take the monopoly of miniature gaming and oh, well. storm storm the world, and uh, maybe we'll do it. How about we take it? Set some lofty targets, man. Why not? <laughs> we, we do like lofty targets here yeah. at LB. Ambitious. It, I know you guys remember our original meeting here, um, going back to trying to hone it all into what Loaded Bottle was all about. Um, it's very smooth in here. It's all, it's all flowing quite nicely, don't you think? <laughs> um, we originally sat at the front um, of this building we are in, and we, we spoke about having like YouTube and like lore and talking about this and, tact- and like, talking about tactics. And I think like, we, over, we overshot massively in, oh, uh, huge. to begin with. And then we've had to hone it all down, um, which, which is why we've then had the rapid fire come through, which has been fantastic. And now we've got the podcast. This is the opening salvo of you guys hearing our voices. And we all have different people on different episodes. Um, apart from, I think, me and Carl were staying in this one. In the, yeah, I yeah. think so. We're yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is like me saying, you know what? I've built this shit. Now you can just deal yeah. with it. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. No, so, no, it's, uh, it's a little bit like, obviously... 
um, for, for episode one. It's kind of like I'm. I guess I've got the more familiar people know dulcet you. tones. Yeah. So this is. I'm. I'm going to be not in every episode. I'll be regular. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure. We'll always have guests on. But I think. The, I think you'll be. This will be the regular trio. People see the most on the podcast because um, we kind of spoke about having um, me and you and someone. And I think you'll be on it regularly just because of availability and mm. being quite involved in Loader Bolter. And then there's times when you're going to be working because yep. of your shift pattern. And when you're working, we'll swap in for like another member of the team will come in and guess it. James on can just sit here and visibly vibrate while she gives the talk about Warhammer. Yes. Get that on the video and people will be like, is there something wrong with the camera? Now, yeah. no, now just... there will be some tangents. There'll be some massive Warhammer tangents. related, but yeah. tangents. He'll, there'll be really specific tangents. Like <laughs> and he'll talk about toilets and things being oh, suboptimal. Yeah. Yeah. The first ever seventeen-hour loading of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, seventeen hours of, and we're just sitting here like this at this point, like just shaking, like and he's still just talking with the same amount of enthusiasm. We do love him. We Does do not love get tired. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's yeah, very skilled. And very obviously, skilled you know, there's um, quite a few people through the rapid fire who want to come on and, and mm. sit with us. So that would be quite cool to come yeah, in and have different having, perspectives on. Yeah, quite a lot stuff. of conversations with people that I've met through like Instagram and, and stuff as well, who are you know just really nice dudes. And there's a lot of people in your community that I've been I've sort of floated this idea with. If like if we do this and we make it a regular thing, would you yeah. like to come on? And there's Perfect. lots of people who are enthusiastic about it. So it would be nice to do some themed stuff, you know, like talk about yeah. certain factions. Yeah, yeah. I think obviously Faction if, talks if you've fantastic. got certain people coming on, they, you've got very obvious topics, haven't you? Because mm. if you've got someone who is a well-known orc player or a custodians player or a spaceship like you yeah. kind of you that's going to be all very in, at the yeah. forefront of it because so. we've naturally spoke about orcs hunts and space wolves and um, death guard because these yeah. are the things we play but if, if someone were here was a nids player they'd naturally bring that into the conversation yeah. and we can have faction focused conversations and so on and we're, we're always going to have um, the warhammer community page up here and we'll obviously always try and talk about um, the latest news we'll have bit segments about the news on what's going on in the community so it'll always be current. It'll, we'll, we're probably looking at these on like a bi-weekly basis. Um, so I'm, I'll edit and try and get this out next week. And then the week after we'll record again and so on. This is, gonna, this is also going to come. The release of episode one is going to come in conjunction with a dice giveaway. So yes. that's exciting for people. It is fantastic. So we've got our own dice. Because that was one of the first things we identified. We, were just like, <laughs> we, need, we need some t-shirts, we need some dice. Because we're merch guys, we love merch. <laughs> I'm just we? in this for the dice, man. Yeah. That's the only reason I joined. Yeah, you've you, yeah, got the dice, and it. I've got myself a cup. So yeah. you know, yeah, he loves it. The merchandise is everything. It's just that have something with our little logo on there. It's fantastic, and because like yeah, we, dice dice enthusiasts, especially Carl's a huge dice enthusiast. I've got a bit of a problem. Yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, we'll have an intervention one day. Um, <laughs> one maybe one day soon. Who knows? When we can but, fill a ball pit with his dice. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be, uh, you're walking here into the podcast studio <laughs> and there'll just be dice and be like, Carl, this is this is a sign for you. Um, the podcast itself, um, yeah, when we can have other guests on, we can we can extend out to a four-person podcast. We won't ever go past four because five's too many, in my opinion, for a podcast. Because yeah. um, we we're in the studio now, it's not quite finished, um, which is why, so the, you'll notice over time um, the quality will get better. Um, we'll stand it a bit higher. What the hell we're doing? Yeah, and oh, come um, on now, come on. We don't want to set any this has been <laughs> we can't reach for a, for a first podcast. It's actually been quite smooth and quite good. And uh, also, um, we will eventually within this within the studio we're in have a multi camera set up, so the podcast will go into a visual as well. So it's starting on Spotify, but over time it will be Spotify and YouTube release. Um, so these are all things 
for our thousands and thousands of listeners to get to get <laughs> to get excited about because we've got so much going on. Uh, we are cl- coming to a close out now because uh, we've all got lives unfortunately to get to. Um, yeah. But just as a quick fire question, a rapid fire question. Oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Carl. Yes. Warhammer. What made you get into it, and why do you and why have you stayed with it? What made me get into it was um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think I've talked about this on the the rapid fire with Warby. Eighties um, action movies. I'm a child of the eighties, so it was the whole you know um, dudes with guns. Mm. Um, was always into my sci-fi and fantasy and stuff. Uh, bought a box of the old lead Terminators. Nice. And that was my first kind of introduction into it. And it just it's the escapism but it's also the story building yeah. and the, the moments like you said about you know just these fantastic things happen and I see it all in my head yeah. and, and it's all just rolling around in my yeah. head all the time proper so, scenes yeah, yeah. And whenever I'm at work and I'm being professional you know there's always in the back of my head sort of uh, you know um, an orc chasing a knight or a Gretchen <laughs> with a golden <laughs> stick bomb or you know yeah. a buggy jumping off a cliff or something cool happening yeah I love that and Orvi what got you into it and why are you still in it I have asked this question so many times. It's been really weird to be on this side, yeah. like being asked questions, because usually I'm coming up with them. So, um, so I don't know what age I was, but I happened to be at a car boot with my nan. Nice. And I spotted one of those old phone cases with the, the had like the, the plastic flap. What the hell's that? So I opened the flap, and there was just this massive array of Sisters of Battle. Nice. And I was like, I don't know what they are, but I want them. And my nan just, I don't know what the price was, but I walked away with this case full of Sisters of Battle. Obviously then found out more about what they are, what they do. And then just started, like anybody at like, whatever I was, 10, 11 years old, I just bought random models, didn't really have any armies of mine. I just bought the things I liked the look of. Um, and then just over the years, like most people, got to teenage, found alcohol, girls, <laughs> that sort of thing. So Warhammer was put to the side. Then mid twenties always finds a way back. Then doesn't mid, it does. <laughs> mid twenties, it sort of came back to me for a, for a good period. Then it went by the wayside again. And then about literally three four years ago, um, yeah, three 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 or four years ago, I was like, I'm in a position now where I can be a bit self serving. I'm gonna go get some Warhammer. So I literally mm-hmm. just walked into Warhammer Ipswich, spoke to Jeff there, and I was like, I'm, okay. I've been gone for a couple of years. Like what? What? what he was like, well what you want sort of like in, his, in, his, in a more helpful way than that yeah and I, walk, I walk out of there with some blood angels I never did anything else relating to blood angels I just picked up a box of sanguinary guard uh, but, cool it, but, that was, but that was just to get paint on yeah. something again yeah and then from there I was like no nah, I'm a space wolf player yes I'm a space Good wolf man. lover and I just went back into that and then it just kind of got back and then I've been back in the hobby ever since I've dipped in and out because mainly because of how many people I've been able to play or not been able to play over time, being in gaming clubs mm. and not being in gaming clubs, that sort yeah. of thing. But because I've got a consistent playing group, constantly talking about it, I'm a bit like a bit like Carl. I could be having the shittest day at work, but in the back of my head, I'm thinking I can just go home and paint that now. Yeah. I really just I just want to go home and paint that, or something to be going on in my head. Oh, I can't wait till this weekend's game. I'm just going to absolutely smash it. So what, you know, tactically planning or something along those lines. I love that. Um, so yeah, so I think that just the mindfulness of it now has really set in, and I've. It, it's kept me. It's kept mm. me, and I've got more Warhammer now than I've ever owned in my entire life. Sorry, I kind of feel like that's slightly my fault. It's, yeah, I love that. That's, I love that. Because I, I didn't have anyone to play until 
you kind of well, neither did I. That, you was, and I that was a lot of messages. messages. So yeah. it's sort of just built from there to this group of like seven or eight people. This group who are regular. has been poisonous, but fantastic. It's been poisonous time. and it's yeah. bankrupting me. Fantastic. <laughs> I am poor. The best and worst thing that's happened to all of us. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, we got fire into you. And I tried. I tried just fire him out, and no, then no, 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 swing no, no, back. No, I'm just going to be hosting here, guys. Yeah, but I'm also a host in my own way, so I'm swinging it back. All right. Okay. So, so obviously. The ultra hunks being such perfect men, as, as, as always, they're, they're the guys. They're the guys, all right? But no, um, I've always been massively into, like, fantasy, sci-fi, and all this kind of stuff, like Star Wars, um, Lord of the Rings. Uh, this was just another element. So when I was a kid, some of the guys came to my door. Um, you, know, you know, back in the day, we used to knock on each other's doors yeah, to go I, out before, you wouldn't text them or anything. You just knock on their door and be yeah. like, do you want to go play outside? And there'd be no mobile phones. Yeah. you just go and you'd be like, come back yeah. four hours later. Oh, I, 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 I didn't really know what that was because my mum's response was always, he's grounded. So. Oh, <laughs> no, well, we, well, once upon a time, uh, we used to knock on each other's doors and say, do you want to go to the park? But my friends on this particular day knocked on my doors and when we found out about this, this thing, um, it, there's a shop in town and they sell these models and you like, you buy them, paint them and you play this game with them. And I was like, that sounds fantastic. They was, so we went down, it was rainy. So we all went down there on um, on each other's bikes. You know, we used, used to give your mate like stunties on each other's bikes. So we, we bike down the town, tearing through town on your bikes. Not allowed to do that, but we did it anyway. And um, we went into the shop and I was like, this is fantastic. Looking at like, Org models, tower models, space marines. Like, I was like, and, oh, yeah. yeah. Was, and I was like, this is incredible. I went for, um, Orcs at the time, Good and I was like, because they were just awesome, and I was like, this is fantastic. And bear in mind, I only had pocket money, so I bought a box at the time. I think it was like I got a box of five sure Orc boys for like. It was affordable with pocket money. Yeah, no, oh, this is what yeah. stopped me there. So yeah, I bought these boys for like six pound at the time, I think, for five, which I don't think you'd ever see those sort of prices again. Um, and we went back to my mates, and he's and we play and we build them and we painted them and like, then we got really into it and we started building our own board. Um, and then we just started playing a, a version of the game we made up completely using like, like we had like we'd measure out like distances of guns and stuff, mm. and we'd just use a corner to flip it blue side and the red side and stuff. So we made right. up our own version of it, which is right. one of the cool things about it. Um, and then again, as I got that kind of phased out, one because mainly I couldn't afford it because I was a kid and my parents weren't would only buy it for like birthdays and stuff. Mm. So I just sort of like then like Xbox started playing like online gaming and stuff. So all these things got in the way. And then I met Francesca, and she got in the way. Um, <laughs> uh, damn, damn. And she's still in the way now. <laughs> Eleven years later, and she's still in the way. Oh, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not, Francesca's my, my, my lovely fiance. I love her to bits, but she's in the way. She's lovely. She's in the way. She's in the way. Yeah, but um, so yeah, that's and then I got a bunch of mates who I met before you know who I play who I played Warhammer before you guys and we played Magic the Gathering as well and we used to play all these games and all these board games. Then one of them was like, we should all start playing Warhammer again. And we we're like, oh fuck it, yeah, okay, okay, we'll go play Warhammer again. And we went to Alpha Games and we started playing. I was again looking for orcs at the time. Mm. And uh, but then my friend was like, Do you want to go halves on this box, Space Marines and Death Guard? This was at the start of eighth edition. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to because I want to go orcs. Yeah. And then the guy in the shop was like, well, they haven't got to be space marines. They can be like space wolves. And I was like, space wolves, like space vikings. So like, these are really cool. 
So I picked the Space Marine box with the intentions of making them Space Wolves. I started painting them grey. You know my ones that are still grey? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were going to be a House Stark version of Space Wolves. Wow. Nice. Um, cool. Fit all the best people yeah. into Space Wolves. Yeah. Kind of, like yeah. underneath everything. I have an unpainted 2K, uh, it's not like 2.5K Space Wolves army and it just like I haven't touched for ages. Um, mainly because everyone else, you guys are already doing Space Wolves. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I had the intention of making those house Starks as well. They're grey and like grey shades with blue eyes and like really just like cool. Um, the blue eyes are going to be like ice eyes because mm. they're like, I don't really understand what I was doing at the time. I just think, um, <laughs> I was just loving it. it. Yeah, but then I just started playing them as the hunks because the codex was out. And then I just was like, man, Ultramarines are awesome. And then everyone hated them and I, I loved them. And just it just kind of grew into this thing of being like, you know, the guy who just loves the Imperium and loves Ultramarines. Yeah. And then it just kind of spiraled. And then. Um, meeting you guys, um, meeting Anders, uh, who I knew Anders through the same group, mm. and then training Anders as a, as a client, he was one of my PT clients, and then he started talking about you guys and the group, and you, and then I met you at his house once, um, before yeah. I was even part of the yeah. group, um, and then then they said about going to Warhammer, and I was like, these guys are properly into it, and then Anders eventually was like, do you want to be a part of it? I was like, yeah, I think I do want to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> then, but he doesn't tell like, anybody in his gym. No, um, hell no. That, that's because for me, this side of life is a complete escape. Like, like yeah. I do the business yeah. stuff, I do the firefighter stuff, and we do all this stuff. And um, this is a chance. When I come out of that and go into this, this is purely an escape of everything. And I just get to laugh about with you guys, mm. shit talk about some of Games Workshop's decisions, trash talk about each other's armies, and like, yeah. you, like me and you pre-game will be smack talking. Don't know why it happens every single time. Love it. We just start smack talking on the yeah. on like, and I just. So that keeps that's what keeps me in it is playing with you guys. And it's the same way why I enjoy our game so much, win or lose, is um so I'll always be such a like like just so positive, positive about person. these about yeah. these games because yeah, it keeps me in it because I just enjoy the escape with everyone and, and the lore. I absolutely love the lore, the expansion of the universe mm. in this whole thing is incredible. Um and that's that's what keeps me in it. So I've got a I've got a, a question because obviously I don't know what year you threw yourself down to Games Games Workshop. Was it Buttermarket era or Debenhams era? Uh, or was it? I can't, it was. was it? Well, how old was I then? I would. I would have first been first time. First time. I would have been during like high school. You know, like years. Probably like year seven at high school. That's got to be Buttermarket era then. I'm probably, uh, I think it, it. It was. Yes. Yeah. Buttermarket era. Yeah. Yeah. Because yep. so obviously back then, or certainly between like the early and to around 2010. The Lord of the Rings Warhammer was a was a big deal. Did any of you have that? I wanted that to. Was, that I had for years, absolute years. I was watching The Hobbit last night, so oh, um, right. back so in it. Yeah. In, my, in my head, it's, it's I've already planned the Lord of the Rings army, but I have to pull myself out of it because I'm like, nobody wants to fucking play that game. I will play <laughs> that. I will 100% play that game because oh, I wanted to. Because I had some friends of mine back in this is at junior school now, when that, that's how, and they will they had them, and um. My parents just wouldn't. Uh, I mean, I come. From, I have like two brothers, so we, they couldn't afford to be buying yeah. me all these. These yeah. these friends of mine were like single, single kids, single, only child. Yeah. Um. So they their parents could afford to do that. Whereas mine couldn't. So I never got to play the Lord of the Rings model. And I used to. They used to always talk about them. I'd be like, oh man, I can't never play. <laughs> so if yeah. if you wanted to play Lord of the Rings, like, just, I'm being talked into Horace Heresy at the moment. Continually. There's a lot of that going on. We're we're all. Yeah, we, I've got a blood starting the blood angels, but I'm going to switch to ultramarines. Are you going to join us on that? Well, I'm very tempted by a, a heresy era a world eaters <laughs> army. It, lo it looks like. Yeah, I, I understand the heresy group needs a bit more, um, like renegade, and I, that's 
That's what I haven't gone. I've never gone chaos. So there, there, there is and the world eaters would be really that. cool. There is a there is a angry axe boys thirty k heresy death guard army with my name written all over. I think. We also need to all sit around the table and play Advanced Hero Quest again, like <sighs> in the same space, that not just fun. on Zoom. We could play it in. It was great fun, thing. and you know the the dwarves yeah. go first and open the doors, and you stand in the way and get killed. And invariably, you know, yeah, my character's dead though. Well, he's that's gone. Because Warby was always absolutely <laughs> smashed on Zoom, going, "Chuck me in the room. Yeah, I'll go in the room. Yeah, bottle of Are rum. Are you down. sure you <laughs> want to go in this room? Yeah, I'll go in there. There's a big thing in there. Let me in. Warby's dead, and half the time Warby was getting shot in the back by. I did arrow shoot you multiple times in the back. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was fantastic. That's another podcast episode is other games, I think. Yeah, yeah I think because like, for me at the moment, one of my 2021 kind of resolutions almost was to buy into and get more like Kickstarter games. games. People create mm. these games that do incredible. So yeah, so I love the night models. I love them. And there's a lovely friendship going on between me and the night models on Instagram at the moment. They just yeah. keep commenting and loving me and I love them back. But so like their Harry Potter game, I've only played one game of it so far, but I quite like the mechanics of it. Um, the Batman miniatures game, I've just got a whole bunch of stuff for that and I've just bought more. Um, so I'm building that out and I want to build a, like mm. like a Gotham board as well, oh, which I think nice. would be quite cool. Yeah, yeah. And I want to try that game out. Blood Bowl sitting in the, the Blood cabinet. Blood Bowl is quite interesting. Yes. I, have, I actually have a Blood Bowl army. I've only used a handful of times. So, an Orcs one. I, I think I just want to give myself that many options that I never have them, like not something to paint. <laughs> Sometimes it's quite refreshing playing these other board games and stepping away from obviously like Warhammer stuff because like, I've played um, like multiple games with my, with my other guys and um, some of the games like Johnny, you know, you guys, he's now part of this group too. Yeah. He loves buying these Kickstarter games and which are like incredible and he spends like five, six, six hundred pound plus on these games and they're just so well made. And they're so well done. They're so interactive, and they're so good um, that we could we could try play them and get all these different games out. I want to buy the Witcher game that's coming out on Kickstarter. Someone's yeah, making it. Yeah, I've seen I'm that. Gonna, I'm awesome. gonna put some money onto that to get myself on the list for that game. Yeah, I think that's one of those things I kind of wanted to look at because I, I love Warhammer. And it's a bit difficult when you've got everybody's a Warhammer lover and you love Warhammer and you kind of think, oh, we've got some time together. We're just gonna play Warhammer. Yeah. But there's actually you've got those hours together. You could probably do a game of Warhammer and go into something else, or you yeah. could actually. You know, occasionally go. Do you know what? Do you want to try this? I know Anders, for example, has wanted me to try um, walking. He's got like a Walking Dead miniatures yeah, game. Yeah, I played a couple of games with that. It's really good. <laughs> so it's very different. So it'd be good yeah. to, to be yeah. able to, to do that. There's a really good one that I want to play. It's called Arcadia Quest. It's incredible. It's like a like an MMO style RPG game, and you like you, you loot on the game, and you get these characters, and it's really good. Cool. Um, so yeah, later on we do all kinds of different things. Yeah, we'll embrace a lot of different yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we will but we definitely uh, we'll have um, our, ma our main topic will always be Warhammer um, but we'll always and the shit decisions that games, the shit decisions that games but if, if, if people want us to start saying like, they want to like watch it, us play Dungeons and Dragons or they want to watch yeah. us play a different game or whatever we can advance we can we'll, we'll basically open to see what people and the more people we get interested in what we're doing and start requesting more things mm. that gives us that kind of um reason to put more time into it because it's hard yeah. to put time into it when no one's really cares no one think, cares about there've it. been conversations about like short form bat reps and stuff like yeah. not you know an hour hour and a half long because we haven't got the facilities and the space and the time but we can certainly do like you know sum up of games and things yeah. that we played so maybe when we do the podcast we can talk about games we've had in the space bef between the last podcast and now yeah how it went we could know. do like we could play this room Whatever. could be because of the multi-camera set up in here we could get the camera set up in a way to do thousand point bat reps and so on you could play in the middle of this um only cool, yeah. only ever on Sundays 
because of this this build the podcast is within another building so yeah we'll play some we can do something here on sundays um but i think that comes to a pretty natural end guys um did you enjoy doing the podcast absolutely the podcast it's nice we love talking it's nice to talk for a reason yeah i think i think in terms of like uh, not I know you obviously you sat there and you managed to fire questions off. There is zero notes in this room. There's no bits of paper shuffling around. <laughs> zero notes. This this is all just I'm going to give Jason full credit. He's given this right off the top of his head. But that's um, what I love about podcasts, though, isn't it? It's just, yeah, it's it's just roll with it. And that's, I think that's the thing. You know, it's got to roll with it. And that's what you know. Obviously, the, the, the people, the four listeners, can decide. Four thousand listeners can right, decide. Sorry. <laughs> um, they can decide. You know what format kind of. They like, works a little yeah. bit and give yeah. us. I'm hoping that you know you guys will be able to give us feedback about how well. Um, we're doing what what works, what doesn't. Yeah. Are our tangents friggin' horrific, or are they fantastic? Do, or are they fantastic? Mm. Do you think my voice is not sexy enough? I what? think I've had an erection this entire time, <laughs> but that's Jeez. because I am sandwiched between two hunks. It's good to end on a weird note, right? <laughs> yeah. Always. I think that's going to become a theme. How weird can you yeah. end? A I think I might drop an on? erection comment every single podcast as well. Like a I gimmick. guarantee you will. Yeah, whether it, you mean to or not, it just naturally did. It'd be like finding the assassin at Warhammer, but I might, you got to go through the whole podcast. <laughs> there right, he is. You got, you got <laughs> to find, find my erection because it's so hard to see. So oh, I've just been talking. Yeah, that's sure not that's very not nice. Francesca, oh, <laughs> 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 don't embarrass me. She'll come and embarrass me. <laughs> right, anyway, thank you everyone for listening. Any parting words? No. Don't talk about erections anymore. Don't talk about erections. Right, thank you, everyone. Warhammer's the winner. Always Warhammer's the winner. <laughs> always the way. Have a wonderful rest of your evening, day, or whatever it is you're doing moving forward. Take care, everyone. Cheers. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.